I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi everybody, welcome to today's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And you are in for a treat. A treat is an understatement for my conversation today. I have the great privilege and great honor of inviting to into today's conversation with me one of my dear friends who is a powerful man of God and the grandson of one of um, our generation, this generation's generals of the faith. It is my absolute joy to welcome into the show with me, Lester Sumrall. Lester, Hi, welcome. So good to see you. So glad to, to be with you today on your show. It's so good to be with you. Lester, obviously your life is extraordinary and we need hours and hours together to be able to cover the amazing journey that you've been on and that all that your grandfather went through. Obviously you were super close to him, but I want to start by just asking you if you would just share a little snippet of the project that you are working on right now. And then we have a treat for you guys. We are going to show the trailer of the movie that Lester is working on, but will you just share a little bit about what it is and then we'll, we'll play the trailer. Yes. Well, you know, as I had the privilege of traveling with my grandfather to 30 different nations of the world, uh, my life was touched in a great way as he, you know, mentored me, he laid hands on me and parted things into my life. And so I'd gone on a journey to share his story with the younger generation through film. And so over the last few years, I've been on that journey and have created a documentary called Fearless Faith that will be coming out very soon. And so, yeah, I believe that the trailer will be a blessing to people today. Yeah, it absolutely will. So just watch this. of darkness, anything like that. He was powerful and passionate, had a made-up mind. It's something that would stand in my mind is he was a man of great faith. Lester is the one who taught me real spiritual warfare. One thing about my dear friend Lester was his passion for the laws. He's a tiger pastor. That's where all of us call him. He looked like a tiger. He talked like a tiger. He preached like a tiger. I believe the church is victorious. You and I will see a mighty revival of God in this time in which we live. Lester Summerall will join missionary evangelist Howard Carter for an expedition to the Far East. China, Mongolia, Soviet Siberia, Russia, Poland, European, Scandinavian countries, Central and South America, just for start. Missionary prophet, evangelist, apostle Lester Summerall returns from his trip. He prays for the sick. And he sees them healed by the power of the Divine destiny is possibly the most amazing feature of human existence. Why is man cast into a certain mold? And why does he do certain things, certain ways? What makes a man? Act like he does. Why does a man 
run fast. It's very easy to not understand the man you see in action. It's very easy for you to not be able to comprehend why certain people do certain things. And for that reason, I am very glad to relate to you some of the divine castings of my life, which I feel that God himself preordained and made. been able to create here or are creating here is i think is a is a national treasure really yeah. it's preserved well, what i didn't realize when i started the project was i was just trying to get these friends of my grandfather's i didn't realize all these guys are going to start dying off so i mean morris cerillo and paul crouch were in the trailer they're both gone now right. and here you got them sharing about it and and it's like wow lord it's like a piece of history Right. I mean, honestly, your grandfather, obviously, Dr. Lester Sumrall, just moved in unshakable supernatural faith in me that I know you yeah. moving. I mean, knowing you personally, all of us that know you, yeah. you know, we see that about you. You have unshakable supernatural faith. Mm. So, so will you just tell us a little bit more, Lester, like, about your childhood and like, because obviously one of the things that I'm super excited for the family out there all over the world listening and watching to know about is, and that I know they will want to know more about is the fact that your grandfather was actually discipled by Smith Wigglesworth. That's correct. That's, yeah. Will, will you just sort of start there? Like, tell us a little bit about where it started for him, how he ended up being a disciple of Smith Wigglesworth, and then You'll go into a little bit more of your childhood, if that's okay. But yeah, so for sure. It's a synopsis um, of sort of where it started for well, him. Well, again, I, I can. It's kind of like the Star Wars saga. It's kind of maybe going to be moved around in different different portions from different times. But yeah, he he had come after a world tour, which we'll maybe share more about that later. He had been on a world tour, and he literally came through Australia, through China, while Mao Zedong and Shanghai Shek were fighting for power. He came across Stalin's Russia. He literally came through Hitler's Germany. And then in uh, 1936, he ended up in this wonderful country you might know about. It's called the United Kingdom. <laughs> and then he spent time there. He had met Smith Wigglesworth uh, in Cardiff, Wales. What was so interesting, my grandfather had connected with a man by the name of Howard Carter, who was the uh, superintendent of the Assemblies of God of Great Britain and Ireland. And so they traveled together all across the world. And as they were traveling, they literally sent back stories and actually have some of the published stories that they sent back. So when they, when they got back to the United Kingdom, they were kind of like folk heroes because people had heard all these stories of how they were out on the front lines for several years. And so they came to these conferences and it was at this conference in Cardiff, Wales, that my grandfather said that Smith Wigglesworth walked up to him and just said, I've heard a lot of good things about you, young man. You need to come and visit me at my house in Bradford. And so my grandfather began to come and visit him in his home for three years uh, over the period of time that he lived in the UK. And uh, it's so interesting. He described, um, you know, 
the times that he would go there, he would just, you know, there's all kinds of funny stories that could be shared. But one of them was that he, he'd show up at his front door and he had a newspaper and he'd say, you know, and he had a, a Yorkshire accent and he'd say, you know, Hitler will be dead and in hell soon. And, and I don't want those lies in my house. And so he literally made him leave the newspaper outside the house. And um, that might be good advice for some of us today. I was just going to say that applies for today, doesn't it? It's toxic. Yeah, it is. And so yeah, they would come in and they would have a lot of special times of studying God's word together and prayer times. Uh, but then in 1939, three years later, after he'd gone there dozens of times, uh, because Hitler had attacked, you know, in America, we don't think about World War II in 39 because we didn't get in it till 1941. But the UK had gotten in in 1939. And so because my grandfather was a U.S. citizen living in the UK, they, they had asked him to leave. And so, um, you know, they didn't want to be responsible, I guess, for Americans living there during the time of the war. So he went, sadly, to Brother Bradford, brother Wigglesworth House in Bradford and for the last time. And that's when you may have heard uh, some of the stories about how he, 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 he literally said that he, he stood over him. He was a tall man. My grandfather was a little shorter. And, and he began to cry and to, and to weep. And as the tears would fall off his face, they ran down his cheeks and then they ran down my grandfather's cheeks and he just embraced them. And he began to prophesy about this end time revival, about hospitals being emptied out, about God touching the world in such unique ways. He says, I won't see it, but you'll see it. You'll see this great move of God that will come. And um, actually this isn't a book plug, but just for you know people interested in it, there's a book called Pioneers of Faith. And it oh, talks yeah. in detail about that story, which again, we don't have time to go into today. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing that is so significant. treasure and wisdom, isn't it? It's, I mean, it is. It's these, all yeah, these people that have gone on before us that we can right. learn from yeah. for, for, for what God wants us to do in our time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. It's so powerful. And so obviously there was an impartation from Smith Wigglesworth onto mm -hmm. your grandfather, wasn't there? Did it, was yeah, that, did, was that done intentionally? Did, was there a moment where that happened? I believe so. Absolutely. It's oh. recorded here in this book. Yeah. Oh, is it? I didn't realize yeah. that. So what happened? Well, he, he, again, he laid hands on him and, you know, biblically, whether it's, you know, Moses laying his hands on Joshua, whether it's, you know, Paul laying his hands on Timothy, whether it's Jesus laying his hands on the disciples, there's an impartation from the mentor to the, to the younger ones that are coming up. And at that time, you know, my grandfather, he was in his, in his twenties and, and Smith Wigglesworth was in his eighties. And so Dr. Summerall used to say things like, you know, the, the younger ones want the anointing and the, uh, the older ones, they have it to give. And so, you know, and again, when, when I'm studying about legacy and stuff, you just realize we're not here on this earth forever. We have a certain time that we're here for. And it's like, just as we get to understand what we've received from these previous generations, we have to be prepared now to give it away to the next generation, because that's where it's so important for us to pass things forward. Because God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's a God of legacy. And he wants things to be passed forward from generation to generation. It's so important. It's so true. And I think that's what you've been able to capture in the movie that you're creating. The fact that you have so much 
preserved of your granddaddy's of the footage of his teachings you know you have everything don't you, you have the, yeah. the rights to everything yes. and so that all of that bundled up for us you know it's like we were able to sit at his feet and mm. learn from these giants of faith that mm. paid such a price and moved in power i mean he moved in yeah. such extraordinary like you well, do now you've got this faith that you move yeah. the miracles they walked in i mean that was your yeah. childhood wasn't it as well yeah well, and again, I grew up in the church and, and, uh, and I'm going to send you some photos for you to see, but I'm literally standing in front of the, in front of the front. We had like a, literally, uh, looked like an altar, an old Testament altar was actually the announcement board for our church. But at the, on the top of it, it said, have faith in God. You know, and that was just something that I was raised with. That was normal. And, um, as I mentioned to you before, I, I attended a denominational school that didn't believe in deliverance ministry and those things, but that was one of the main things that my grandfather was known for. And so, you know, people would come from all over the world to get set free from demonic spirits. And I can remember one time I came in and I'm a, a kindergartner and I tell some lady in my dad's office, Jesus loves you. And she's, you know, barking like a dog and writhing like a snake on the floor. And, Gosh. uh, you know, they, the pastors came in and she got gloriously set free and, wow. and. You know, it's amazing what God can do. But yeah, growing up, I heard all these amazing stories. And I think mm -hmm. we just kind of need to give a little bit of a background. You know, you talk about, you know, why would Dr. Summerall be into miracles and all this? And it's like, well, you got to kind of hear some of his story to understand that. So when he was 17 years old, he literally was dying of tuberculosis. And so he had lost over 70 pounds. So he only weighed like he only weighed about 70 pounds. And the doctors came in and signed his death certificate and said, he'll be dead within a matter of two or three hours. And he gave that to my great grandparents and said, you're going to need this to get a grave plot tomorrow. And that night he had a supernatural encounter with God where he saw a Bible, the size of the wall and literally a casket that was just his size. And God spoke to him and says, if you'll go and preach my word and tell people about my love, I'm going to let you live. But if not, you're going to die tonight. And so I mean, he said, I was between a rock and a hard place. I didn't want to preach and I didn't want to die. But that night he began to surrender his heart to Jesus Christ and, and repent of his rebellion. He'd been in a gang and some different things that he was doing. You know, he, he knew he wasn't supposed to be doing. But then from that point on, he started going into little country schoolhouses and started traveling and preaching. And God supernaturally strengthened his body as he healed him and, and helped him recover uh, from that tuberculosis that he had. Then I'd say, again, I'm skipping around here. If you, uh, you know, read his oh, life story, brilliant. you can hear some of the other yeah. points. But the next main point was in, in Dyersburg, Tennessee, he went to have a meeting and it's pretty amazing. He had a white suit, but, you know, it's one of these old uh, country schoolhouses with dirt floors. And he, I, I believe, you know, had a, a, a vision, but also like went into a trance biblically, like what, you know, happened in, in the book of Acts where uh, there the, Apostle Peter went into a trance where he literally started seeing this, this road of life. So he saw Chinese people in their beautiful ethnic garments and, and different Japanese people and Africans and South Americans. And he said, God, what is this? And he says, this is the road of life. Everyone has to travel on the road of life. And then a whole group of them began to exit off. And he said, who are those Lord? He goes, those are the righteous ones that have been declared righteous because they received the blood of Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins. And then all of a sudden the road came to an abrupt end, what he liked to call a great precipice. And they began to fall off the edge of life and they were tearing at their flesh. It was quite a you know horrific scene that he saw. He says, God, why are you showing me this? He says, because it's your fault. He says, well, how could it be my fault? I'm some kid from Florida. I don't know those people. I don't know people in China and Africa and different places. And he says, 
He says, Ezekiel 3.18 says, if you don't warn the wicked of their wicked ways and you don't, you don't tell them about their wicked ways, I'll require their blood at your hands. You don't, it's like someone standing on a, on a bridge getting ready to jump off and you don't say, Hey, get down. What are you doing? Don't, don't hurt yourself. And so it's so important that we share the good news with people. Uh, and so again, my grandfather was just literally a man possessed of the Holy spirit and just a man with a vision for nations. So mm-hmm. then it was right after that, that he had a supernatural encounter in Eureka Springs with Howard Carter, where he, he literally shut down a meeting in Oklahoma and God said, drive to Eureka Springs. So he walks up to this man on the sidewalk and he says, hi, how are you doing? And then he says, I'll go with you over the highest mountains. And he's like, why am I saying that? I don't know why I'm saying that. He goes, I, you know, and so after a while he realized, you know, this is some spiritual experience going on here. And Howard Carter says, young man, you need to come back and I need to show you my journal. And a year previously, when Howard Carter was in London, God said, I'm going to send you around the world to teach on the gifts of the spirit. And I'm going to send you a traveling companion. And when he comes, he's going to be a stranger. And he's going to say this, da, 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 every single thing that my grandfather said on the street. And so they knew that God wanted them to travel together. So then they traveled uh, out towards the West coast. But then my grandfather ended up losing track of Howard Carter. Cause he had gone on to, to, you know, back then, again, there's no internet, there's no, right, there's no right, way to right. communicate. If you people. lose people, it was difficult. Exactly. Yeah. It was a big crisis. And so yeah. what was yeah, so crisis. amazing was that uh, every place that my grandfather would go, he'd say, well, where's Howard Carter? They said, well, he said that you're supposed to, we're supposed to let you preach here and that he, you know, take up an offering and bless you. But then, you know, you're supposed to go on. Well, where's he going? Well, he's going to Japan. Well, the next town they said, well, he's going to China. The next town they said, he's going to India. So what happened was Howard Carter, unbeknownst to all these other people, he was planning on going to Japan, China, and India. But then when he got to Hawaii on a ship, he got a message from uh, New Zealand to come to a leaders conference in New Zealand and nobody in America knew he was in New Zealand. So my grandfather's crying out to God, praying and says, God, what am I supposed to do? God says, if you'll start at the bottom of the world, you'll find Howard Carter. And so this was kind of the introduction to my grandfather into the gifts of the spirit, because Howard Carter just had an amazing uh, gifting in the gifts of the spirit, the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, gift of the gift of faith, which we were talking about today. And so he was up literally in the mountains of New Zealand. And God said, tomorrow at 11 o'clock, Lester Summerall is going to come into the Wellington Harbor, send the Wellington pastor. So there was almost this infighting going on with these pastors going, is this guy a false prophet? And here my grandfather innocently gets off the ship and he walks in and he says, hi, brother, you don't know me. But, and the guy says, you're Lester Summerall, Howard Carter says you're going to be coming. So my grandfather almost had a fear of this Howard Carter guy, even at the very beginning, because it was just amazing how God used him, but he provided for them and they traveled all through, you know, all through, like I said, China, while Mayo Tung and Shanghai Shek were fighting. I mean, crazy times. Mm-hmm. Most people historically don't realize there was 700 rebel armies literally fighting all around China. And it was right through that where they saw horrific things. They saw whole villages that were wiped out, but God protected them. God provided for them. He made a way all the way across. Um, but before he left America, what was so amazing, we we're going to mention quickly was that he met a woman by the name of Carrie Judd Montgomery. And, you know, we hear a lot about Smith Wigglesworth connection to my grandfather, but this woman, Carrie Judd Montgomery, she had a a place called the home of peace in uh, Oakland, California. And there at the home of peace, it was like a, it was like a spiritual hub where people would come for furlough missionaries would come and rest. And so you had people like uh, Marie Woodworth Etter, you know, who wrote the diary of signs and wonders. You have people like, 
uh, William Booth, who founded the Salvation Army, and he had all these different people, Smith Wigglesworth and Howard Carter and all these pioneers and, and literally generals and, and leaders of movements that came to this place. And it was at that house that that woman who was in her 80s ministered to my grandfather, prayed over him, but she gave him the proceeds of one day at the home of peace. And she gave him $12, which I don't feel like was an accident. She gave him $12 representing apostolic ministry before he started traveling all over the world. And so, yeah, they, they had such an amazing time, but I do believe there was an impartation along the way of faith, you know, here God had supernaturally healed him. Then God provided for him. And just all along the journey, God was building his faith. And obviously that's what we want people to catch on to. And that's what we want people to, to have for their journey today. Right. Totally. Absolutely. It's so powerful because obviously your granddad's life is an illustration to us of what happens when we become possessed by God, when we allow him to take possession of us and we'll dare to believe him, right? And follow him step up, step by step, you know, this, that, and therefore a whole supernatural journey, God-led journey unfolds yeah. and we begin to live in the reason why we're here. And, and, you know, when you were speaking then, Lester, I just kept thinking of the scripture, you know, the conversation where the disciples say to Jesus, what is the will of God for our life? And Jesus says to them, just simply believe, mm. you know, that like everything from the realm of heaven, from the realm of God and from his kingdom comes into our life when we simply believe, you know, and, mm. and your grandfather. And then he just began to move it, like you said, in the power of the Holy Spirit, the miracles that happened, the divine protection going into these war-torn areas all over the world at that time mm. as well. It's just extraordinary. So, so I want to ask you a couple of things, Lester. Sure. I know, I know um, you, when we were talking before the show, you said that you had it in your heart to offer to all of our viewers a special gift yes. um, to really strengthen them in their walk, which I was just Absolutely. blown away by, by your beautiful heart. So would you share a little bit about what this sure. is for all of you? Yeah, for sure. Um, and so again, my grandfather, he ministered in 119 countries for 66 years. So obviously, how do we wow. encapsulate that in, in, into something? I mean, he authored hundreds of books. He uh, taught, you know, there's like Amazing. literally thousands of hours of his uh, Bible teachings and things. But when I traveled with him, he often gave me cassette tapes from when, when we would go and minister. I mean, we literally went to a different city every single night when I was younger and we went together. Wow. And so I put together what's called the Legacy Collection, and it's uh, 17 uh, CDs or 17 MP3s in this case. And, and what it is, is it's, it's these messages where he shares on faith, where he shares on the gifts and ministries of the Holy Spirit, where he shares on taking your city for the kingdom, when he shares on all these, these powerful things. And then we also included a bonus which is his life story, uh, which he shares in detail, all these stories that I just kind of skimmed across the top of. And so we normally charge $79 for that. But I just, as we were preparing for this show, I really felt like God, you know, reminded me of, of the scripture where it says the sower sows the word and I want to be one who sows. And so we've set it up um, through our website, lestersumrall.com, or you can simply just type in lsi.tv, which is kind of a shortcut to get there. But there, there's a button there for the legacy collection. You would just click on that. And then the, the code that we're giving just to make it simple legacy collection is LC two zero two one. 
Legacy Collection 2021 LC2021. And so for the first 750 people that download that, the, it's a free gift for you. No charge, mm. no strings attached. We just want to sew that into your life. Yeah, honestly, what a blessing. So as soon as you finish watching it, if you have two minutes, just jump on to Lester's website. There'll be a link under this show anyway. Just jump on to Lester's website and download that because it is, it's going to be full of life transforming treasure. Plus the fact there's such impartation, right? That comes from the teaching. The, the faith is supernatural and it just, it yeah, it imparts. Well, I believe it's it's also about the power of testimony. It's hearing right. that God- did these miracles before, you know, right. one, one of my favorite stories about this is kind of my own personal experience. I was at Bethel in Redding, California, and I was at a healing school and I'd come out of the healing school and I was standing at the Hebrews coffee bar and I see a lady standing there and I said, you know, I just love this thing about healing because it, 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 it's part of my legacy that, you know, my grandfather was healed of healed of tuberculosis. And then I said, and my great aunt was healed of muscular dystrophy. Well, when I said muscular dystrophy, I said, my great aunt is healed of muscular dystrophy. (laughs) And I started crying. And I was like, why am I crying? Then this lady starts crying at the coffee bar. And I said, why are you crying? And she says, I have a clinic in Sydney, Australia. And I have a, I have a, a client of mine who, who a patient who comes every week and she has muscular dystrophy. And I told the Lord that I wouldn't come to this conference unless he would send somebody to me who had a testimony of a healing of muscular dystrophy. And you're the answer to my prayer. And I was like, wow, wow. God, how do you do that kind of wow. stuff? But again, it's the power of testimony. God's done it yeah. for others. He can yeah. do it for you. Yeah, and absolutely wants to. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know that there'll be loads of you out there watching, wanting Lester to pray for you because he walks in this same anointing, don't you? It's just, oh, it's expressing in through your life in, an, in, a, in a unique way, but it is this miracle-working, powerful faith that you walk yeah. in. Yeah. So would you, can I ask you, will yeah, you pray? We'll, we'll definitely love to pray for people. I feel like it's important yeah. just to remind people, just like it looked like in, in Smith Wigglesworth, it didn't look the same in my grandfather, in my grandfather's right. generation, you know, he, he was ministering, but he started Christian schools and he started, started a TV network and feeding organization. And, and again, it, it's like that, that Jacob blessing over Joseph, where he talks about this generational synergy. It's actually exponentially growing as it comes down the generations, the plans right. that God had for our generation is greater than the plans that are even God had from before. So, you know, mm-hmm. Moses, he laid hands on Joshua and imparted an anointing, but see Moses was anointed to lead people out and Joshua was anointed to lead people in. He didn't become mm-hmm. Moses. He literally had a, a calling now to step in, you know? And so here's Zachariah, who was a priest doing the priestly duties, but his son, John the Baptist is out in the desert saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It looked like completely different. So I just mm-hmm. want to encourage you, you know, definitely we're going to pray for impartation, but it's going to look different in your life. And, right. and, you know, some of you are called to be filmmakers. Some of you are called to be business people. Some of you are called to be uh, stay at home moms. Some of you are called to be stay at home dads. I mean, who knows what your, your situation looks like? Only God knows he's put the dreams in your heart, but we want to pray uh, as, as we, we talked about before, well, in Corinthians, there's this, there's the, the gifts of the spirit. One of those gifts is the gift of faith. And it's just a supernatural ability to believe God. You know, we can have faith as a mustard seed when we get saved, but then there's just this ease 
about believing for big things, whether it was my grandfather believing for a television station when he didn't have any money, whether it was old Roberts. And I love hearing the story of old Roberts, you know, God told him to plant this university and he went back to the farmer 11 times, 11 times, Liz. He went back to this farmer and he told him no 11 times before he said yes. And I wonder what was it like on that fifth time or the seventh time or the 10th time and just how we have to have persistent faith. So whatever your dreams are, don't be discouraged. God loves you. Number one, that's what you need to know. He loves you. You're a son and a daughter in the family of God and you inherit, you are an inheritor of the kingdom and of this blessing. So father, right now, we just thank Mm. you for your spirit moving out over everyone watching this video, Lord, that they would know number one, that you love them and you have a purpose for their life. Lord, they would just feel your, your embrace, Lord, as your sons and daughters, a part of your family, and Lord, that they would know that they have an inheritance in you. And so, Lord, I just thank you for the gift of faith as it operated in Smith Wigglesworth, as he laid hands on my grandfather, as my grandfather laid hands on me, Lord, that it would just go out through the airwaves. We know there's no distance, uh, no distance in the kingdom. So we thank you, God, for just your spirit moving. Lord, for even those today who need healing in their bodies, we just speak supernatural healing. Lord, people that are dealing with cancer, we just say, cancer, you will die. This person won't die, but cancer will die. And Lord, we just thank you for just removing depression off of people, giving people hope. This, that the joy of the Lord, some of you have been going through seasons of fatigue and God is removing fatigue off of you because he's putting his joy in you at a whole nother level. And that joy is going to push off all the fatigue that you've been experiencing. And so I just, I just encourage you just today that God has such a great plan for your life. I can hardly ever minister without reminding people of Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts I think towards you says the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And I just, I love that God has a, a our future in mind for us. Yeah. Oh man. I was really <laughs> sitting here blasted in the Holy spirit. Now <laughs> I just received impartation. I actually felt just a Holy spirit moving through me. So I, Amen, Lester. I could feel what you guys are experiencing right now as well. There's this expansion, increase of the capacity, supernatural capacity to believe Jesus like you've never believed. It's beyond belief, isn't it? It's knowing. You know what I mean? It's like there's that certainty that you move in, that you believe him for. You know, he's God, right? He's God. He's creator is the Alpha and Omega. He's our father. He's good. He's for us, not against us. And like you said, you know, that amazing scripture, his plans for us are that we would prosper Mm. in everything, that we would be contagious, living messages of hope. Mm. light bearers, ones who are literally living testimonies of the goodness of God that's always increasing, right, Lester, through our lives. I mean, this is what he wants us to do. We're shining ones. He wants us to drip him, you know, drip power. And and I love that the fact that you now are able to take this movie once it's completed and the impact of what started within your granddad's life is going to go global because of today's technology and all that you've believed the Lord for. And now you can Mm. Steward for him and add to that. And it's just the world needs it. Right? And we need it. We, we are, I believe that the whole body of Christ right now is coming to a whole different level of faith yes. and ability to really experience Jesus and move in the supernatural, that revival, everything you saw as a child, mm. Lester, everything yes. you've seen in your granddad's life 
Yes. Is going to be our normal Christian experience. Yes. We are going to be a supernaturally vibrant church that's on fire that showcases the reality of Jesus and is full of yes. love. So anyway, on that note, we are going to have to finish. I'm sure we'll come back and do part two with you. It'll be amazing right. to carry on talking and, and we'll be praying as you complete the movie. It's We so need it. What a mm-hmm. gift to the body of Christ at this time. So, so thank you so much for being with us today, Lester. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you guys for joining us, giving us your precious time. I hope that I know that you will have been powerfully impacted by the content today. And we just bless you. Have the most amazing week. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. Bye.